0: Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate. Three, two, one,
1: gentlemen, start your
2: engine.
3: Not at the track? The Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome you to the Rowdy Maglice Show on Monday night edition. (laughs) Hey, what a great weekend of racing. Uh, Guys, we got uh, Ben Kennedy is going to come on and and talk about NASCAR is going to go back and uh, run the clash at at Los Angeles. So uh, we're going to start with with, uh, Ben, and we're going to roll on to Larson on the pole.
4: I mean, I think a number of factors. Um, the the first one is just the success of this year. You know, a ton of uh, fans that came out for the event. A lot of first time fans. Um, a lot of young fans. A lot of you, know, you guys saw the uh, student section with USC. I mean, it was packed. So, a uh, a great race overall. A great event, I should say. Um, and I think the racing products certainly didn't disappoint. Um, between the heat races, last chance race, the main event. Um, really, just a, a fun day overall.
3: All right, hey, uh, before we start off, we got Kyle calling in. Kyle, I'd like to welcome you to the show tonight.
0: Thanks, Rowdy. It's good to be on. Um, I got to take in a racetrack on Saturday night, and i got Seals Grove coming up Thursday. Uh, USAC Eastern Storms in the state this week, and uh, I'm going to be at Seals Grove Thursday night with that and the 410 Sprint Cars. So uh, i got a lot on my plate here coming up, but looking forward to it.
3: Uh, Kyle? I'm just glad you got to go back to uh, Port Royal this weekend. Pretty good time. It sounded like it. Yeah, I,
0: yeah right. Photos it was warming up the place great. for you.
3: Yeah. I'm telling you, the, the photos were absolutely off the chain, man. Great job. And videos.
0: Yeah, Rowdy, it was a good experience to get some video uh, from Port Royal. Just a regular night, 410 sprint cars, uh, 2020s for the past 305 sprint cars, and two features for the limited late models. So uh, a lot going on hand, but Dad went with me. We had a good night, and uh, hopefully we, we're we going to be ready for the World of Outlaws race coming July. July.
3: Uh, if you have not seen a World of Outlaws, they got to be coming somewhere close to- to you sooner or later during a racing season, you have got to get out. Pretty good show. Uh, the Lucas Oil and the World Outlaws both put on great shows, and their cars look great. Uh, the drivers are fan friendly. It, it's just it makes for great racing, don't it, Kyle?
0: It does, Rowdy. And uh, my dad was really impressed with the place. Uh, you know, we made it. We made it home about twelve ten Saturday on Sunday morning, uh, just after midnight. And uh, we we're just able to do that. So um, good for my dad to see one of the uh, the, the premier PA dirt tracks in Port Royal. Uh, I know you and I have, have Port Royal on our schedule, also Williams Grove. So um, I saw Larson's personal golf cart there, Rowdy. So I guess I guess he has a little spot there for himself if he ever feels like coming in there. So um, it's still a good night overall. You know, that's what's nice about Port Royal. You can go in the infield or you could sit in the grandstands. I like the infield better. Um, I feel like you could see more, um, see better racing. I think I'll take you out and show you my spots. Um, I, I, there's nothing like seeing them going to turns one and two on the high side and, you know, getting that run down the back straightaway. I mean, it's exhilarating to watch, and uh, we saw some pretty good racing the other night. So, uh, you know, uh, Rick Lafferty took home the 410 sprint car feature, uh, 25 lapper, holding off Blaine Heimbach and Mike Wagner. And uh, the past 305 Sprint cars were also won by Garrett Bard who won the Twin 20s as well. So um, He swept both and uh, Trent Brenneman won the first limited late model feature and Dylan Stake won the second. So uh, there were your winners from the night, Rowdy and uh, basically getting ready for Shields Grove now.
3: And you can find all that on uh, the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media or RowdyMaglite.com page. Kyle's- Great job on that, man photos, hey, if you hadn't seen it, you need to go check it out Kyle did you did you uh you said you wrote an article? did you publish it?
0: I did publish it Rowdy. It's just a short article um also with the results um full results from the four ten sprint cars uh top ten from the rest. I just ran out of room on the page, but uh still, you can see the results with with my brief recap from Port Royal on com on the archives page, and uh, you can also check out all the photos on the photos page, and also check out my YouTube channel. Uh posted a lot of good video from Port Royal. Um, just, uh, you know, making the most out of the opportunity, and uh, glad we got to make it Saturday night.
3: Me too, Kyle. Kyle. So, uh, Sonoma, Kyle Larson won his fifth consecutive uh, poll at Sonoma. Pretty impressive there. He's, he's got the the road course down for speed.
0: Yeah, it was good racing rowdy. The 410 sprint cars—that's what Port Royal is known for. And uh, you know, uh, it's was good to good to get back out there see Justin Snyder in the gang. And uh, you know, you'll you'll be you'll be attending your first race at Port Royal on Wednesday, July 20th for the World Outlaws, $10,000 to win. Um, just a busy week there in PA with the World of Outlaws. there at Williams Grove Friday and Saturday night that weekend. 10000 to win Friday night, 20000 to win Saturday night. So uh, a lot going on, um, especially when you come to town, Rowdy. And uh, we've been talking about it. we still got about a month out. But uh, before you know it, uh, we'll have a week of USAC Eastern Storming. And then uh, we'll have PA Speed Week coming up in a few weeks, uh, 10 days of racing and uh, going to hit all the tracks. So uh, really looking forward to that as well. Hopefully get out to a few events. And it depends on how my schedule goes, and I'll keep you posting on where I end up.
3: All right, Kyle. Hey, uh, what about Larson setting on his fifth consecutive pole at uh, Sonoma? But he didn't bring home the victory, but that's, that's a pretty good miles, milestone there, five consecutive poles.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good, Rowdy. Uh, one in five poles anywhere is not easy to do, and – now he's done it, but uh, yeah, I know they didn't get the result he wanted. Uh, they lost the wheel on the car, so that's a four-race suspension for the crew chief and a few other members, but um, Cliff Daniels will be back before Pocono, Raddy. I guess that's a good thing. They've been fast all year, so I don't, I don't think they're going to slow down at all.
3: There again, Kyle, I'm telling you, it's going to roll down in the championship, and the tires going to cost somebody the, the uh, title for the year.
0: I mean, look at Kurt Busch in 2004, how close that was. So, uh, I mean, anything's possible. And, um, you know, even with this one stud on the tire, you know, we still see loose, loose wheels coming off. So, um, good to see uh, Daniel Suarez get the win on Sunday. Um, you know, there was a doubleheader Saturday with Arco West on the truck series. So, there was a lot going on.
3: So, Kyle, I'm going to play uh, Larson's a uh, little after the set in the pole record. Kyle, walk us through that qualifying
5: session. No surprise, you're on the poll again, but uh, uh, walk us through qualifying from your perspective.
6: Uh, yeah, really, really neat to get another poll here. I think that's five consecutive, I, I heard. So, um, yeah, just it's cool. Um, my car was, was really good uh, for qualifying trim there. I felt like um, I could have went quite a bit faster there on my, my good lap. I made a pretty big mistake there. And, uh, turn four. So um was surprised that I ran the lap that I did because it was such a big mistake. But um, anyways, uh, good to get another poll and, and look forward to the race. Okay. We'll
5: open the floor for questions. If you have a question, raise your hand. We'll get a wireless microphone to you. We're going to start up front with Luis.
7: Go ahead, Luis. Luis Torres, the podium finished. Got a couple of questions right out of, out of the gate. The first one is, of course, you won five in a row here at Sonoma. How neat is it to do it, and how much momentum will that boost you? going to tomorrow where you hope to finally win it on this configuration?
6: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, it gives you confidence in your car, especially for the short run stuff. Um, I feel like we needed to work on it a, a fair bit there for, um, for race trim stuff. Uh, I just, you know, I thought like Chase was really good and, and Kyle Busch was probably pretty good, at least the guys be around me. So, um, yeah, I just got to look at some data tonight and try and try and get a little bit better and you know, do a better job once the tires start to lose grip. Compared to Coda, how neat is it to find, like, a lot of speed for qualifying and all
7: this, a long race ahead with these stages? Like, fuel strategy may may not be a factor compared to rest.
6: Yeah, um, I'm not really sure exactly what the strategy is for the race yet and, and how all, all that plays out. Um, yeah, I know Cliff and my engineers and everybody probably has a good idea what the strategy is going to be, but... Um, we'll uh, talk about that some more tomorrow, and, and uh, try and be prepared for the race. Go to the back left corner to Justin, and then we'll come up front to Adam.
8: Uh, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. Uh, first off, Kyle, congratulations. Do you prefer this layout over the carousel, or do you just—it doesn't really matter to you?
6: Uh, I mean, I think every driver has their different preferences. I think for me, the other layout works better for for me and my driving style. Um, I, I really struggle in Turn Seven here. And, you know, the way that the track was before, uh, turn seven was a little bit different, and, and I felt like, you know, that lended itself a little bit better to me. The carousel having, you know, being like a tradi- more traditional left-hander um, was better for me, too. So, um, yeah, it, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we've been able to be fast at both layouts, so hopefully tomorrow we can win
9: on this layout. Go to Jerry and then Adam jerry jordan kicking the tires.net um off week next week plans for you and uh the any any update on on owen's racing after his uh incident
6: uh i'm going to not be racing um so I'm, I'm really excited about that spend time with the family and and just hang out um and then yeah owen i had to go pick up a new chassis spindles radius rods body parts wings every basically everything so he his car will be ready to go for tuesday at millbridge front Adam?
5: Yeah, Adam Carabine, Racing Refresh. Uh, So you are the reigning winner here at Sonoma from last year, but uh, it's a brand new car. There's a different layout. Is it kind of weird? Like, is there anything you can carry over from your win last year that will help you this uh, weekend, or is it completely new?
6: Yeah, I don't don't think so. Um, My car felt really, really good last year, and especially our car was just really good compared to the field everywhere we went last year. Uh, this year things are a little bit tougher and cars are more equal and um, they seem to be more of a handful here this this year than last year's cars. So um, I don't think there's much I can take from that. Um, you know, just maybe a little bit of the technique and stuff that you use to pass people, stuff like that. But um, yeah, the cars don't really drive that similar. Yeah, there's some areas where it feels normal, and then there's other areas where I seem to be struggling a little bit more, which I'm sure everybody is. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Good. Bob?
2: Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. How did you feel the concrete that they put down off of turn four? You know, they removed the curb coming out of four. How, uh, how was it? I mean, do you feel how much is of it, it do you concrete? think you'll use tomorrow?
6: Uh, to the out to the left yes to the left there um, used
2: to be the rumble strips yeah there yeah and
6: yeah now that it's not there i don't know why we ever had a curb there it's so much nicer without it um and and you kind of use up the same amount of track as you did before so it's just less aggressive on your car and your body and, and every, in your head uh bouncing off the headrest so i i love it how you know they did that and um it's got some good grip out there which is nice so um yeah, it's pretty pretty straightforward though. Corner. Any additional questions? We'll go to
10: Tom here. Tom Zaleski on County today. Kyle, how does Coda help help you for this weekend? How, how does how the uh, track that track? How does that car? How does the car feel for that in relation to Sonoma? Are there any things that you have to alter?
6: Um, that would be a better question for Cliff. Um yeah. I don't. I'm sure the setup's way different. Maybe it's not, but um, and then yeah, the two tracks are totally different. The grip level in them, the elevation, the corners, braking, speed, everything's way different. So there's not a whole lot that I can take from it. But then you know, like I said, I don't. I don't know what's different with our car, but I'm sure there's probably a fair amount different as well. We'll wrap up right behind you, with Elliot.
10: Uh, Elliot Stern, Century Times. This is your home track your home neighborhood, a lot of fans. Does that give you any kind of boost? I know it's loud in the car. You may not hear them, but does that help you with all that local support? Um,
6: I don't know. I mean, it, it, like once I'm in the car, no, I don't really think about any of that. But uh, I'm sure during the race uh, or before the race starts, you know, I'll, I'll definitely glance around the, the crowd and, and see how much, uh, how many blue, blue five shirts there are out there. I, I know I think in this section right behind us, the grandstands, it's supposed to be like the Kyle Larson section, so um, I heard there's supposed to be like thousands of fans with blue shirts, so uh, it should be really cool. And um, yeah, I always feel the support when I come home, and now that I've had some success, it's just exploded. So um, yeah, it's it's been neat, and and like I said, seeing that those stands, hopefully it's like really blue, will be uh, will be cool to see. Kyle, congratulations on
5: winning the Bush Light Pull Award, and good luck tomorrow. Thank you.
3: Kyle, don't you think that's what he kind of looks at at the dirt track when he's, uh, running around all the different tracks? Like, uh, why well, was at Tri-County? Well, Tri-City. And then running around all the tracks in PA. He looks for the Kyle Larson stuff.
0: Rowdy's actually taking this week off, um, from what I, I heard. Um, he's not racing anywhere this weekend. And uh, not even the Knoxville truck race, Rowdy, um, to, to a lot of people surprised um, he's not going to be competing in that so um, just uh I don't know if he's going to do anything I know Christopher Bell's going to run with the all stars in Indiana all week uh, I'm not sure what what like Alex Bowman is doing or Chase Briscoe I don't know if anybody else will be running like I said the Knoxville truck race um I know that's on that's on Saturday June 18th um, but that's kind of what's what's going on Larson again um not won't be surprised if he shows up at Port Royal next next month for the World Outlaws race and also both nights at Williams Grove. I wouldn't be surprised one bit. So uh, I okay. think we'll see Larson again. So
3: yeah, Kyle, you mentioned uh, Knoxville. That's the Clean Harbors 150. That's going to be uh at June 18th at nine Eastern time.
9: The, uh, the,
0: this, uh, Knoxville truck race, uh, so gonna have heats and stuff. Uh, I actually didn't get to watch last year's truck race. I think I was sleeping. Um, cause, you know, I had that early work schedule. But, um, but yeah, uh, the truck series uh, going back to, uh, Knoxville. Um, you know, it's their second dirt race of the year. Ben Rhodes won the first dirt race at Bristol. And, uh, the truck series will be running this week on a cup off weekend. Um, Xfinity's also off. Uh, they're not running until Nashville. Which will be the next Cup Series race and the debut or the season debut for NBC Sports. Uh, it'll be their first race of the year. So, um, that's kind of what's coming up here in the next few weeks. Um, like I said, I'll be on the PA dirt again Thursday night at Sealand's Grove Speedway for the USAC Eastern Storm wingless sprint cars and 410 wing sprints. So I'm uh, really looking forward to that rowdy. It'll be my first trip to Sealand's Grove this season and, uh, it's my second to Port Royal on Saturday, but, uh, yeah, um, those PA dirt tracks, Rowdy, I'm glad my dad's been able to see them. You're going to see them, too. Um, we got to Lincoln last year, so uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be getting to Port Royal and Williams Grove. So uh, a lot going on. Um, and, uh, Rowdy, I'm glad you're going to be here with me in about a month to see it all.
3: Looking forward to it, Kyle. Uh, you was talking about the uh, the truck series, uh, Kyle Bush. Pulls off another victory
0: in the uh, truck series at Sonoma. Reality, I think I think the story of the day at least had to be Carson Hosobar. Um, You know, broken leg, goes out in qualifying, wins the pole, and then a turn later winds up crashing his truck. Um, didn't have the day he wanted. You know, got relieved by Daniel Suarez in the race, but uh, who wound up winning the cup race. So uh, not, not a bad thing, I guess, um, to have somebody like that in the truck. And, uh, yeah, Kyle Busch uh, gets another one in his final start of the year in the Yahoo truck, number 51. Um, gets the win. Stane Smith comes home second. So, uh, yeah, uh, Kyle was in the right place at the right time. Uh, almost, if he had the, the best truck, I thought Ross Chastain was pretty good. Uh, Carson Hosevard at front row was going to be real good. Uh, they just didn't have the brakes from the race. So, um it's just how it is, and Kyle Busch is again another Truck Series winner, and he wins again in the Truck Series, Rowdy.
3: Well, Kyle, we're lucky enough to have Kyle in the deadline room, and let's, it's its a quick three-minute, believe it or not, three All right, minutes.
11: everyone, if I could have your attention. We are now joined by today's race winner, Kyle Busch. Uh, we are just going to go right into questions here. So if you have a question for Kyle, please raise your hand, and we will get a microphone to you. Start in the back with Bob and then go to Jerry.
2: Uh, Bob Pockris, Fox Sports. Uh, now that you've been on the track a lot, what, did you, what do you think of the concrete? They're coming out of four. You know, they took out the curb and put in kind of a concrete patch. How much did that impact things today, and how much will teams, drivers, use that tomorrow?
12: Uh, I mean, yeah, we're – we're all using it. Um, it's just extra runoff. It's essentially similar to I'd say um, Watkins Glen coming out of the carousel, you know, just extra track. We're, we'll use it. Um, so I don't see any issues with it. It's actually uh, the fresh pavement of it adds a little bit of grip once you get on it uh, and then you come back off it and you're back on normal racetrack again. So uh, I think it'll be used all day tomorrow. Um, I. The wall being what it is, could it be a little less, sure, but uh, we all know what we got to do in order to miss it, so
9: I think it's okay. Go to Jerry. With sight lines being important, how was the feel for you today, uh, and how does it carry over, do you think, uh, for tomorrow?
12: Um, <clears throat> well, I, the track, the air temp, so I think track temp is going to be significantly cooler tomorrow, so I don't think a whole lot will really transfer over. Um, you know, feeling the cup cars today, you can really – drive them hard compared to what i remember driving our cup cars here in uh in the past but overall um ours unloaded good and then we didn't seem to be able to make um good enough adjustments to it to stay fast enough to be in the top five of our round and then into the top 10 of the field so um we'll start alongside my brother for i think the fifth race in a row or something like that and uh, uh see if we can't move forward
9: so a big win, obviously, with uh, this being the final race for the year for you to, to race in the trucks and being at this track where you didn't have a, a truck win, um, how, how special is that for you looking at that? And and I think your teammate was really wanting to, to, to beat up on you and get up there and beat you.
12: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, certainly anytime you go to a new track, a new venue, um, you know, I, I was hopeful that I could have been one and done at CODA. You know um, but unfortunately that that didn't happen so uh didn't score the win there but was able to come out here and score a win at Sonoma so um, you know feels good to, to get that win trucks haven't been here in a long long time so um, you know I, I wanted to do it just of the, the history and the nostalgia of the truck series and it being born from California the Bakersfield area but always kind of racing here for the inception of the series for a while and then um, you know being able to get out there and do it today so um, felt fun and uh, enjoyed it, obviously. Was able to score a win. So I uh, love that aspect of it.
11: Any other questions for Kyle? Going once. Uh, going three.
3: twice. Kyle, congratulations Slow. and right. best of luck tomorrow. It, thanks. All right, Kyle and Kyle. Uh, another truck victory. I mean, he's building a, a legacy for Braxton to come in and race the truck series someday. I'm looking forward to it.
0: I felt like that was a little little redemption from Coda, um, you know, being dive bombed three wide into the corner, and then Zane Smith coming out with the win. So, thought that was kind of a little bit of a of a redemption run there, and you know, that's uh, just uh, that's how it's been. Um, you know, Kyle Busch, you know, uh, Bristol truck race right place at the right or excuse me, Bristol Dirt Cup race right place at the right time, and uh, now it's uh, the Sonoma truck race. Another one gets the cross up off the list at, and uh, the first time in 24 years, too, for a NASCAR World Truck Series.
3: So, Kyle, uh big day on Sunday for Daniel Su- Suarez. Uh, big win. That was a big win, Rowdy. And,
0: uh, you know, finally getting into victory lane with Trackhouse Racing, uh, their third win of the year. And now uh, they get to... Uh, have two teams will at least have a, possibly have a chance of making the playoffs. And uh, Daniel Torres finally gained that elusive first-cup win. And, he, you know, they won in pretty good fashion, Rowdy, a uh, pretty healthy amount over Chris Busher And now you have two track house racing teams that have both won this season.
3: That, that's incredible, Kyle. I mean, really. Uh, track house has come on to be a firehouse here quick, and especially with the new car. Maybe it's the combination of them. Just evolving at the right time, Kyle,' cause, uh three wins in cup with a new team that's uh that's pretty that's pretty tough to, to do, but Kyle we got uh Justin marks and uh Mac the crew chief and uh let's let's play it, Kyle
11: all right if I can have everyone's attention, we are now joined by today's winners of the Toyota save mark 350 owner of the number 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 99 chevrolet for Trackhouse racing justin marks and crew chief travis mack we are going to go right into questions but i'm going to ask that we have questions for justin first as he has to go and then we will go to questions for travis so we're going to start in the back there with justin and then we'll go to bob
8: yeah justin schuler kicking the tires um Justin, I guess, you know, Suarez said last year this was his best opportunity. Now he's finally put it in victory lane. So how does that feel for you as a car owner for the first year having both your drivers visit victory lane, but especially Suarez having such the career he's had?
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to put it into words. I mean, you know, when Ty Norris and I first started, talking about this when i came to and was like i've got this this idea i mean what i said first and foremost is that i believe with this new car is truly going to be about the people the people are going to make this car go and the way that they've changed the model of the sport a little bit is that you have to invest in your people and keep them motivated and put talented people in positions and lift them up and empower them and i just believe that and i think we're seeing that right now because we've got a great culture at Trackhouse. daniel checked a lot of boxes for us right away i mean he was an experienced cup driver when you know he's a he's a winner. When he's been in positions to win, he's won with his Xfinity Championship, with his truck wins, and he's had his chip on his shoulder and he wanted to prove to the world that he belonged in the Cup Series. 2020 was a very difficult year for him, so um, he checked all those boxes for us, and I knew, really knew that he had a tremendous amount of potential and that he was a winner at this level. And we just we just you know, I told him from day one, I said this this is your team, this 99 team is your team. You come to me and tell me you know anything and everything that you need. And uh, and we're gonna we're gonna put that behind you and, and Travis to my left here is a, a big part of that. He's been a big believer in this project and it's just um, it's really nice to be able to see all of that work over the last couple of years um, be at a place where everybody's rewarded for it.
11: We're gonna go to Bob and then Jerry.
1: Uh, Bob Hockers Fox Sports. Did you,
2: you say you saw the potential in him. Do you ever feel like he felt that he was never going to meet that potential?
1: Did I feel like he thought that?
2: Yes, Do you Not feel for like one Daniel
1: second. Not for one second ever. I, I have never, almost never met a more determined, focused, hard-working race car driver in my 20 years in this sport. Every single morning he wakes up and says, I'm, I am going to be the best version of myself that I can be today, and I'm going to do all the work I possibly can do today to win this race this weekend. And it's amazing how... And I think Travis will say the same thing. It's amazing how consistent he is. How 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 that continues. That fire continues to burn so bright, even after stringing numerous tough races in a row together. We had some tough races last year, a tough month last year, um, and he's just he's just very very impressive in that regard. Bob
9: Jerry Jerry Jordan kickingthetires dot net. Uh, first, have you talked to Armando?
1: Uh, I haven't talked to him, but he was on the phone. You can always count on Ty Norris having him on the phone in Victory Lane, but I missed him. <laughs> I'll call I'll talk to him tomorrow. <laughs>
9: Okay, so uh, you may not be surprised that this happened, but is there any surprises so far with this team, with with, with Daniel and with Ross and the track house and, and and the accomplishments that y'all that you guys have had so far?
1: Well, what I tell people is, is, I'm not surprised that we're a winning race team because I wouldn't have started this project if I didn't think, really, truly believe that the opportunity existed to build a new race team in this sport that could win. It's just happened really quickly. That's been the surprise. It's just the is is how quickly it's happened. But to me, it kind of makes sense, too, because, because we've got such great people that work so hard, and the promise of this car is being delivered every single weekend. So, um, you know, we have, we have talks in the race, in the team, and, you know, I have talks with myself. It's like, you know, is this a moment in time, or has Trackhouse arrived? And I think that we've arrived because we fundamentally invest in the things that are, I believe, going to be, are literally bull texting me right now. Congrats, and I can't say that word. I'm taking a couple of tequila shots right now. Dale, history in the making. See you soon. Step on the gas and haul ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, it's happened. It's happened very, very quickly. But when you have th- we have this many people together, working, supporting each other, focused, and, and are talented, then these are the things that can happen.
10: We'll go to Tom up front, and then Luis over here. Tom Zaleski, Iron County today. Tell the truth, Justin. Were you nervous on the final laps?
1: Oh, of course. I mean it, you know, I'm I have a long way to go before I get comfortable in the ends of these races when we're leading. I mean, I I've, you know, my my colleagues have been doing this for a long time, but but I sort of operate under the um I sort of operate under the assumption that a late caution always comes out and these, these races can sort of devolve into total chaos. And um and I sort of was half expecting that today. But some days it's just your time, and it's just your day, and everything lined up perfectly. These guys, everybody on the 99 team did an awesome job. They ran a great strategy. Travis ran a great strategy, good pit stops, and, and it was just drove a you know, career race. Was the radio silent
10: uh, the whole time? Ra-
1: it's actually funny because uh, the 99 radio is typically the opposite of silent, and I think there were five words said the last half hour of that race. It just was 10 to go, and you didn't hear anything for eight minutes, and then it was five to go, and then, then there was a bunch of screaming. Luis down here in the front.
7: Luis Torres, the body of finish. This one, of course, is huge not just for for Daniel's, but also for Mexico. The team has been about unification, diversity. What does this one mean, for considering Daniel's been there for day one and bringing something big for, especially the amigos down here?
1: Well, I mean, it's it's big for all that. I mean, uh, you know, Trackhouse is a race team that anybody and everybody can be a fan of, and, and we've you know we've we've made investments in the minority community with Pitbull schools and with our great Comscope Night program, with our STEM stuff, and and you know we we, you know, being able to to me, this is sort of a representation of what America stands for. It's a place that you can come with big dreams and you can work hard to achieve those dreams. And I always say that Daniel was is one of one. You know, a, a Mexican race car driver moving to America can't speak the language to be a NASCAR Cup Series winner, and, and that just shows the amazing place that we live. And not only him, but, you know, uh, Jose, our, our lead engineer from Mexico, and, and, you know, wasn't here today and probably is killing him that he's not here today, but, um, but you know, truly an elite talent, and, and um, you know, it's just it's really great to be able to write those stories.
7: And as for Travis, you've had a lot. Oh. I
2: can we'll wait. For we'll
1: go back to Sorry. Bob in the back there, wrap up
11: with Bob.
2: Um, Justin... Um, Suarez is four points ahead of Sindrick and 11 points ahead of Kurt Busch, among those with one win. There's 10 races left. There have been 12 winners. Do you feel comfortable he's in the playoffs, or do you feel like it's going to be a scrap?
1: I haven't really thought about that yet, to be honest. Um, I think, how many races are left, you said? Eight? Ten? Um, I don't know. I saw, you, I saw you ask Denny that question, and, and, I, and I thought about it. You know, not in our context, but just in general, is this going to be a season? I mean, I I don't, I don't really feel like it's going to. I mean, anything can happen, but I don't really feel like it's going to be that way. But I don't think we think about that until there's 16 winners and and a race or more left.
11: All right, Justin, thank you so much again. Congratulations. So we'll start with questions for Travis down here with Luis.
5: Luis
7: Torres, the podium. Luis Torres, the podium finish right over here. Hey, As yes, I was mentioning briefly that you've had a, quite a compelling career. You've been involved with Hendrick and and worked with JRM. What does this one mean for you, being involved with a guy that's got their first win in the proper division, of course? If I recall, you were in that chief at Daytona when he won, and now you've done it. So here with Daniel, what does it mean for their journey?
5: Uh, this is huge. I'm um, just taking it all-in today, but I'm really excited for Justin and Daniel and uh, just really excited for all these team guys that worked so hard you know I'm just the lucky guy that gets to sit on top of the box and watch it all happen and uh, I've just had so much belief in Daniel and his capability of winning a race and we really believe in each other you know you take two guys who's never won a cup race and uh, put us together and we're both very very hungry to win races and this
10: is what you get. i stay right here on the left. The last few laps, so many of the races this year have come down to the crash. Caution, green, white, checker. Uh, are you sitting there thinking, stay green, stay green? And Daniel's done great this year, but has run into all kinds of hard luck. I mean, are you praying? Are your fingers crossed? Yeah, you, are you know. holding your breath?
5: I, I was so calm. Um, felt so confident coming in today. I think I stayed up studying last night until 12.30, west coast time so that's uh 330 east coast time and i mean i just felt so confident coming into today that uh we could get this done today and everything that has happened to us this year has led up to this moment and it's taught us what we need to do what we don't need to do and just uh execute this race the best we could and that's what we did
8: we're gonna go to justin in the back left there yeah justin schuler kicking the tires first off congratulations um Probably the biggest story has been Trackhouse being the surprise of the year. Have you been surprised at this success with both Ross and and Sora's running so well and, and finally getting a win this weekend?
5: Not really. Um, you know, this was what I do every year. You know, even last year, having the conversations with Justin and you know, I think I was number two higher at Trackhouse, and um, it was very exciting. You know, the first time I met with him and. I was doubting if I should leave the Hendrick family and what I needed to do you know I was really comfortable at junior sports and happy and uh, just after I met with Justin you know and talked to him on the phone I was so confident in what he was building and I told him I said you just give us the tools and you do you and I'm going to build as a great race team and um, we're going to go to Daytona and get the pole that's how confident I was and I told him that and I think he believed in that and we believe in each other we went down there had you know we had a top 10 effort. I wasn't happy because we weren't on the pole because I told him we would get the pole but um, I was confident we would get this win for Daniel and it's really exciting to get it here in Sonoma.
11: Travis, we're going to come over here on the right. Hi, Adam Carabine
5: from RacingRefresh.com Can you speak to the culture at Trackhouse right now Uh, obviously two wins for Ross Chastain, one win now for Daniel What's it like working there? Why is it it working so well? Just having fun. You know, I've never been in a place that has had so much fun, and we're building fast race cars, and everybody's enjoying work. Um, it's just a great place to be right now. Team chemistry is amazing between the 1 and the 99. It really feels like one team building two cars, and we're just confident in each other and our capabilities
2: of winning races and bringing the best cars to the track every week.
11: Go to Bob Pockers in the back.
2: Uh, Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. You said you have confidence in Daniel. Why? first time I met with Daniel, you know, I think a lot of crew
5: chiefs in the past was you know, kinda of doubt his capabilities, just around the garage kinda of hear like, you know, he shouldn't be in the ride, this or that. But once I met with him I could see the drive in his face, in his eyes and once we started becoming friends and talking to each other, I could see how hard he was working and he wanted this so bad and I was the same way, you know, coming up as crew chief and people doubted me as being a crew chief, not being an engineer Coming up through the mechanic and uh, car chief role, you know, there's not many of us that has done that in the Cup Series, you know. So people doubted me, they doubted him, but they put us together, and uh, we're, I think, we're a great team.
11: We'll go right here in the, oh, in the back right first. Yep. Uh, Brock Beard, LastCar.info. Uh, in the last part of this race, we saw uh, teams that are at the front of the field, like uh, RFK Racing with uh, Chris Busher and Michael McDowell up there, teams we don't usually see at the front of the field. Did that make this strategy any more difficult than this, or was it just another car to you guys?
5: No, you know, I think we played a perfect strategy. Um, I didn't feel like we had the best car coming into today. You know, I think the five car was really good. Nine car was really good on long runs. So was the four. But all we had to do was execute. I knew we had a top five car, and if everything worked out perfectly, we made no mistakes on pit road, we executed the race perfectly, Um, we could have a day like we did today.
7: Come right up here in the front right. Travis Mack, this is Andrew Kim for Speedwaymedia.com. First off, congratulations on your first win as a Cup Crew Chief. Of all the victories, you've mentioned the long journey that you've taken from the engineer, mechanical side of things, to being a car chief, and now even becoming a Cup Crew Chief now today where would you say that this victory uh, ranks among your other accomplishments? Yeah, I was saying, you know, I'm not an engineer. So um,
5: it's just there's not many of us that aren't engineers in the sport today, especially with this car. And, you know, I I, found, I trust my engineers on my team. They're, I have really great engineers. And Jose Blasco and uh, Dustin Zacharias and Troy Davis, and those guys just work so hard, and they make me look really good uh, you know, I try to do the things. I, I'm dealing with the driver, the pit crew, the team, just trying to keep our team upbeat, uh, moving the right direction, organized, uh, really prepared to come into the race weekends. And, you know, coming up through the ranks at Hendrick, being a car chief, and just working so hard for this first win. And this is actually my first win with Jeff Gordon, um, I believe in 04, Uh Sonoma was my first win on a cup team. So uh, it's really exciting to get my very first win as a crew chief at Sonoma.
11: Any final questions for Travis? No? Travis, congratulations. Thank thank you. you, Thank
3: you. Travis, one of them old dogs back from uh, 2004, but to be able to celebrate it 2022 with first-time winner Daniel Suarez, got to be special, Kyle. So, Kyle, uh, while we're waiting on Kyle's probably – So we got Kyle. When you come back, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna bring Daniel Suarez uh, in live from the deadline room after the race at Sonoma. Congratulations to Daniel Suarez for his uh, first cutaway, man.
13: Ah, that was really feel nice.
11: All right, everyone. We are now joined by today's winner of the Toyota Savemart Mart 350. Daniel Suarez, driver of the number ninety nine Track House Chevrolet. Daniel, uh just take us through what went through your mind when you crossed the finish line on the last lap and became the first driver from Mexico to win in the Nascar Cup series.
13: I just didn't know what to do, you know. Um it was a special. Uh man, I you know, I I've been waiting and I've been working very hard for this moment. Um not just myself but my entire team. Uh, you know, I have I'm very, very lucky to have a great people around me in my team, but also outside the team. You know, my family always supporting me, um, my beautiful girlfriend, Julia, that, that, uh, that she worked very hard in the last few months uh, keeping me up and, and letting me know that I was doing the right things. We just needed to, to, to have a clean day, and, uh, and that's what we had today. So today just felt special. Uh, I told her this morning that uh, that today felt felt good, and uh, and we did it uh, in front of uh, a few hundred uh, Mexicans, indigenous amigos. So it was it was just a special day, you know. I have always seen California as, as my second home, and uh, and to be able to get the first victory here is is quite special.
11: Awesome. Okay, if you have a question for Daniel, please raise your hand. We're going to start here in the front, Louise, and then we'll go in the back to Justin and Jerry.
7: Luis Torres, the podium finish. i was just to go with the English portion of my question. During the last number left, you basically had a hungry pack of Fords like Busher, McDowell, and Harvick. And as the last went down, what was the mindset going into knowing that you had pretty much the control of this race and hoping that there were no cautions?
13: I mean, honestly, I, I just didn't care who was behind me. I was just trying to do my race and trying to control what I can control. I knew that Busher was very strong uh, in, the, in the short run. Uh, <clears throat> probably a little bit better than me, uh, but in the middle part of the run, I was better than him. And in the long run, I felt like I was uh, uh, I was better than him, uh, and I was able to to play out pretty good right there at the end. I knew that if I could stay up front for the first five to seven laps, I was gonna be able to control the race. Um, obviously, you know, the last ten five laps, I was just trying to take care of my tire just in case we had to have a, a restart because. If we had a reset at that point, I knew we were not going to come for tires. It was going to be a track position race, so um, I was trying to save a little bit, even though that my car was already a little tired at the time, but everyone else was tired as well. So it worked out great. Um, it, was, it was good. It was my, my team, my crew chief, everyone did what they had to do, the call, the pit stops. Everything uh, worked out where they were supposed to, and we uh, were able to uh, maximize uh, the potential for car.
11: Okay, we're actually going to go back to Bob and then Jerry
2: um Bob parker fox sports everybody talked every, The other um Justin and Travis up there were talking about their your confidence and that they'd never doubted that you would be here and they, they felt like you never doubted you would be sitting there as a winner. I'm curious what kept you confident
13: you know bob i he has uh, it has cost me a lot to get to this point. A lot of people don't know that, but but it has cost me a lot to get to to this country first ten years ago and and to get to this point uh fighting you know i came i came i come from a very humble family and uh and i have every every step of my life has cost me a lot and uh and I knew that that uh that it's important to remember that if I was able to come all the way here uh I wasn't gonna give up here you know i my confidence was high but obviously you know knowing that you haven't won yet. There is a little bit of doubt, but uh, but I knew that I was fast. I knew that I could race with them, with the with the with the guys that are winning, but I haven't showed that first victory. So I told my team, you know, the last five weeks we have had very fast race cars, but but things happened. You know, the jack broke last week, a few weeks ago. The gun broke uh, in Charlotte. We were the fastest car and, and, and we were missing something on P road every single time. So you know, uh it was hard to to stay on track but at the end my team, everyone stayed together. We keep pushing. I told him that uh, that bad luck doesn't last forever and tough people do. And uh, we keep working very hard. We kept working very hard and, and here we are.
9: Terry Jordan kicking the tires had a couple. Um you said on thursday you felt good about this weekend what was it coming in here um when we, were, we talked at the uh, press event with nascar about you know why you felt so good and and what was going through your head throughout the the weekend
13: you know i i grew up racing go cars, uh road course stuff i never race big cars in road course but i race go cars a lot all over the world and uh and road course for me is fun, you know. It's, uh, it's something different. It's something that we don't do every day. And uh, and in, in, in years past, I've been always uh, strong, but never very strong. And in COTA, it just felt special. In COTA, we um, were the car to beat. We were the best car. Uh, unfortunately, my car had issues. And uh, and I mentioned in the radio in the middle of the race. If I can win the race, I want my teammate to win the race. And uh, and I felt that probably he was a good second uh, second best car, uh, and he was able to win the race. And uh, and I was able to to dominate the first stage uh, with uh, with a car that was a rocket. We came here with a with 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 the confidence that it's another road course. Uh, we had a good car, but we didn't have the best car today. Uh, I felt like we were able to to make the right calls, maximize what we got, and, uh, and the result shows for that.
9: And one more final for me. What was going through your mind when you came around the final turn here, shooting, taking that, that, that <laughs> straight shot at the checkered flag, and once you crossed it, what do you think?
13: I was asking for my piñata. Uh, I was telling my team, bring that damn piñata with me because we're going to break it. Uh, it's just all right, man. It's, it's, uh, it's been a long journey. Um, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of hard work to finally be able to get the first one. And I have told this to many people, the first one always costs a lot. But once you get the first one, (laughs) be ready because we're going to get some more.
11: All right, we're going to go start on the left over here. This gentleman, there we go.
10: Felicidades, Daniel. What does this mean for Mexico? And then what does it mean that it was one of the races where you had Daniel's amigos
13: here? That's special. That's very, very special. You know in the, in the very last caution, um, I was already slow on the caution. And, uh, and I was able to see in corner one on the right, there was Dennis Amigos' group there. And all of them were cheering in the, in the, in the fence. All of them were excited. And that fuels me. You know, that's energy for me. And, uh, and I knew that I wasn't going to let them down. Uh, I was going to push and I was going to do everything in my power to make this happen. Just felt right, you know. This morning I spent an hour and a half with him, uh, and uh, and just felt right. I woke up this morning and I was ready to go. Uh, uh, yesterday we had a long race in the trucks, and I was tired. Uh, but it just it just felt right, you know. California is like my second home. Uh, the people here are amazing to me. And they they support me a lot, and um, and I just you know I just can't describe how thankful I, I am for being able to, to win the first one here in front of my people. For Mexico, you know, the same because <clears throat> you know uh, I don't get to race in my country, but you know there is a lot of races that that I, that, that, that they feel like home. This is one of them. Uh, Texas is one of them. You know there is a there is a lot of out of club, uh, Vegas, uh, Phoenix. There is a lot of races that they feel like home. So just uh, just very thankful to be uh, a kid coming from Mexico trying to to live the National dream in the U.S.
11: I'm stay right here in the front.
9: Um, so, actually, I had a question about Daniel's Amigos as well. Um, do you keep in touch with anyone that you've met in previous Daniel's Amigos groups, and have you did you see any revis, revisits today? Was there anyone, any familiar faces in the Daniel's Amigos crowd?
13: Yeah, a couple. Uh, it's, it's hard to keep track of everyone, of course, but uh, well, there, there is a couple that I remember them from here, from last time here. And, uh, and yeah, that's always very special, you know. And, and the cool part is that they come this week, and the ones that are new, I'm going to see them next year. And, and that's something that is very special to me, and those are the faces I remember. Uh, you know, the faces that I remember from last year, and I'm sure that I'm going to see a lot of faces next year that I, I just met today. So so yeah, that's that's very special, and I, I was, I, I just can't describe how happy I am to be able to get this one, the first one, in California in front of all of them.
11: Stay right here in the front in the middle.
0: Um, congratulations <laughs> on uh, being the first Mexican-born driver in the Cup Series to win. Uh, you also have some of the earliest alumni for, uh, from the Drive for Diversity program at Trackhouse and on your pit crew, like Mike Metcalf, Jeremy Kimbrough. So what does this win mean to you, and what do you think it means for NASCAR moving forward, especially after welcoming the 2022 class on Thursday?
13: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very special. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of people don't know this, but my, one of my engineers, uh, he's from Mexico City, and uh, unfortunately he got sick <laughs> and he couldn't come to this weekend uh, he's at home, he called me crying but he works extremely hard and uh, he is a big part of today's win um, his, na- his name is Jose Velasco and, uh, and he's a huge part of this team we've been working together for two years uh, obviously that, like you mentioned part of my p crew are, are from diversity as well, myself if it wasn't for the drive for diversity I don't think I would be sitting here right now um, back in um uh, 2013 and 14, uh, they, they saved my butt. <laughs> I was about to, to come back to Mexico, and they gave me a, an opportunity to keep racing in, 20, in 2013, and that kept me alive, and I was able to win races that year and, and, and keep the momentum going. But before that, it was very, very tough. So, you know, it's been quite a journey, uh, but that, those tough moments and those ups and downs is what makes this moment so special.
10: We'll go to Tom right here.
13: Behind
10: you there. Tom Zaleski, Tom Zaleski on Connie today, da- Daniel. What do you? Th- what, what, with that final, final, final restart, twenty-three laps to go. You had a good long run car. Are you nervous at any point? I was. I was hearing earlier from Justin that you were radio silent and said like five words the whole time. Then in that final stretch.
13: I was just trying to to stay calm. You know, I knew that it was a big stake on the line, but I was I was trying to stay calm. I was silent. I wanted to do my thing. I didn't want too much noise on the radio. I knew what I had to do. I felt like I had, I was controlling well what I could control. If the caution was coming out, welcome. Let's try to go fight again. Uh, but I was just trying to stay calm. I would say that after the the white flag is when I got out of control. <laughs> I just started crying on the, inside the helmet and, and just thinking about, I mean, especially because I had a big gap. If it wasn't because of the gap, I wasn't going to be focused. But But since I had a big gap, I was just thinking about Every single moment that has caused me to be here, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been a different journey. You know, every every dri- Nazca driver has has had a tough journey, and every everyone has a different different journey. But my journey is definitely the most different of everyone else. You know, living my family, my my country, and 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 just coming to a different culture, different language. So, you know, thinking of all those things is uh, it makes today very very special.
10: What was inside the pinata?
13: A lot of chocolates, a lot of chocolates. Uh, next time we have to organize that better. Now, next time I need a bat so I can break it. But uh, actually, we we had one. I don't know, it was missing somewhere, but it was good. You know, it just felt good. Uh, I'm very, very thankful to all my team for for today.
7: We're gonna go over here to the right, Daniel, with Andrew. Daniel, uh, Andrew Kim for Speedway Media. First off, congratulations on your first career Cup win. Uh, obviously, this victory being very huge and significant in so many ways, but. What kind of momentum does this give for you and the number 99 team now, as we are down now 10 races to the playoffs, and now you will likely be a guaranteed a spot into the playoffs?
13: Yeah, it feels good. Uh, my team is work, it's been working very hard, but to be able to to finally get the first one, I feel like that is gonna make us feel more relaxed. You know, now we're gonna do things more calm. I told my team, hey, let's stay calm. Let's do our thing. We're capable of winning races. But one thing is to say it, and another thing is to do it. And today we did it. So now we're going to be able to feel right and do things more relaxed. And, uh, <clears throat> and that way, victories and, and success is going to be able to, to find us much easier.
8: Go right over here to the left. Peter Fournier, Santa Rosa Press Democrat. Have you ever punched a pinata
0: before? Like ever, <laughs> ever?
13: i have I have, but I have punched a pinata after i i i I smashed it with a with a stick, you know this time i, I nobody gave me a stick, so I had to punch it uh man when i when <laughs> a few weeks ago or, or a month and a half ago when they gave me that taco pinata uh I knew I knew we were gonna break it soon, so I, I was keeping it in my lounge getting ready to break it uh, and uh, and today. <laughs> today we finally we smashed that thing
11: <laughs> when was the last time you punched one
13: I was a kid man uh, I was probably in my grandma's house in front of all my cousins my I couldn't see because I had my eyes taped, and I was knocking out the piñata and eventually when you break it but it's not broken 100% but you break it you just start smashing it to get all the candy so it's been, it's been at least 15 years
8: <laughs> we're going to go in the back left to Justin and then Bob uh, Justin Schuler kicking the tires. Congrats, Daniel. Um, off weekend coming up, so are you celebrating?
13: Believe it or not, I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. Uh, I have a dad already planned for a few weeks. My girlfriend is going to Brazil to visit uh, her family, her father, after two years and a half that she hasn't seen him. Uh, so, yeah, uh, she's going to celebrate in Brazil. I'm going to celebrate in Mexico. I can't wait to see my mom and my dad and my sisters to give them a big hug because, already they've been with me on this journey since the very beginning my mom already called me she was crying and uh yeah it's it's special you know i'm gonna see the people uh, i like to see i love to see and uh just try to you know enjoy the moment you know it has like i said very few people knows how much work sacrifice tears sweat this has cost me so uh we have to enjoy it and after a few days we're gonna keep working because we want more.
2: Bob? Uh, Bob Hockers, Fox Sports. So ten and ten or eleven years ago you're living in upstate New York watching cartoons to learn <laughs> English. Are you dreaming of this moment? Is this moment even a thought? What I mean, could you have even conceived what happened today?
13: Yeah, I mean I was I was always dreaming about uh winning in the in the Cup series and uh and I, I knew it was going to be a tough journey at the time. I was scared not to not to be able to compete because I didn't speak English, and uh, no really at the time I, I didn't have money to to buy myself classes to speak English, so I had to in a way I had to learn by myself by watching movies and watching cartoons and, and reading it was a, It was quite a journey, but I remember one day waking up and 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 being scared that the language barrier was gonna keep me away from my goal, that it was being a winner and and, and championship winner in the in the NASCAR Cup Series, and uh, and I didn't want that to happen. Uh, and I started working extremely hard to to learn English, and uh, you know it's been quite a journey, and that's why I felt like my story is a uh, is very similar to many many uh, Mexicans. Latinos that are out there coming to this country, finding, finding, trying to find a goal or trying to find, um, you know, the dream. And uh, and if I was able to make it happen, everyone out there can make it happen. So, just feel very, very proud to to be an example for many of them.
11: We'll go right back there in the middle.
8: Uh, Alejandro Alvarez with NASCAR.com. Daniel, do you think this team can make a deep playoff run? You just mentioned how the pressure is kind of
13: off now, and do you think Trackhouse is a championship organization? I think we are. I think we are, and and, and the beautiful part is that we get stronger as we go. Uh, If you you were asking me that question three months ago, I was going to say, man, we have work to do. We have the potential, but we have work to do. Two months ago, I was starting to believe more. A month ago, I was going to say, heck yeah. And right now, of course, we are here. So, you know, we, we just keep getting stronger. Uh, and I guarantee you that in a month from now, we're going to be stronger than right now. We're going to keep working. Uh, today was amazing. We did a lot of things right. Uh, but we believe that our car could have been a little bit better. So when 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 you look at the big picture and always try to to see yourself uh, as, okay, what I could have done better or different, that's when you become uh, a great team. And, uh, and I feel like we're on our way there.
11: Any final questions for Daniel? We'll go back to Luis, and then stay over there.
7: Luis Torres, the podium finished. This one will be the, the Spanish. Obvio, es un tremendo año para México, los computadores, con Checo ganando <inaudible> en Monaco, Pato ha ganado y tú hoy. ¿Qué claridad es que México ha tenido en esta temporada, que es ya so, ustedes tres son ganadores.
13: Se siente muy bien. Eh, mm-hmm. Soy muy amigo de, de Checo y muy amigo de Pato también. Son grandes pilotos, eh, muy buenos amigos míos de muchos años y están haciendo eh, las cosas demasiado bien en Fórmula 1, en IndyCar, y obviamente es ahora en NASCAR también. Eh, creo que estamos viviendo algo en el automovilismo eh, mexicano, con los pilotos mexicanos que que tal vez no se haya visto en muchos años de tener pilotos eh, mexicanos eh, en las mejores categorías del mundo pero no solamente eso pero tener pilotos mexicanos compitiendo por victorias que eso es algo es algo difícil de hacer especialmente al mismo tiempo entonces me siento muy orgulloso de ser parte de este grupo oh, man. we're gonna go red- <laughs> hold on one
11: second Elliot we'll go in the middle there and then Elliot
13: uh, Daniel Ramírez con Telemundo California, Este, pues sí mencionas eso de poder ser de que muchos pilotos también en diferentes organizaciones, también poniendo el ejemplo, pero a lo mejor que te haya tocado pa- también pensar a futuro y mencionas que vas a ir a México mañana para esos jóvenes que les tocó ver la carrera el día de hoy, esa inspiración y para poder crecer y que haya más diversidad en, en este tipo de en este tipo de profesión claro eso, eso es demasiado importante yo he mencionado esto muchas veces eh, cuando yo llegué a, a este país en el 2011 yo solamente tenía una meta y esa meta era ganar carreras y campeonatos y el resto no me no me importaba a eh, como fui creciendo y fui ganando carreras y campeonatos eh, empecé a entender que que hacía falta presencia latina hispana mexicana Nascar y, y, y sinceramente con mucho trabajo de Nascar, de mi equipo, yo Josh Ávila que ha estado conmigo desde el, desde el primer día que vine aquí a los Estados Unidos, eh, ha tomado muchísimo trabajo para poder ir llegando a toda esta afición eh, latina, eh, así creció y así fue creado el programa de Deinos Amigos eh, y sinceramente me siento muy orgulloso de ser parte de, de, de este grupo, Eh, Pero es muy importante que que la gente, que los latinos, los hispanos allá puedan saber que que las puertas están abiertas No solamente como piloto, como mecánico, ingeniero, pit crew Hay demasiadas posiciones que que a mí me gustaría que yo voltearas atrás en 15, 20 años cuando ya no esté corriendo Y ver que que juntos pudimos hacer un cambio de cuando empecé a cuando terminé Y creo que estamos en, en, en buen camino para eso
11: We'll take our final question from Elliot over here.
13: Elliot, you times. On Thursday, we spoke, and
10: you talked a lot about diversity. You talked about it here too. But does this win, in addition to like people on the team, will this spur more Mexicans and Latinos to take up driving and chase that kind of dream? And one less serious thought. Uh, Ross smashes pumpkins, and you're smashing piñatas, so the other team's going
13: to have to step up their game, though. Yeah, yeah, they will have to step up their game. Uh, Yeah, you know, we we talk about diversity and how important it is. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I I personally feel extremely, extremely lucky, unfortunate to be that driver that the whole Hispanic community can connect with. I feel extremely, extremely lucky. Uh, I feel so fortunate. Um, I feel like I have an entire country and community behind me. Uh, I mean, all the people wearing wearing uh, red shirts today; those are my people. They have exact some of them. They have exactly the same journey that I have. You know, coming from Mexico, not knowing the language, trying to find a uh, an opportunity, uh, having goals. Um, and just trying to find that dream or trying to make that dream happen. So these are my people, and I feel extremely lucky to be the one that can represent uh, all of them. And hopefully, you know, the success that we have had and that we're having can fuel them as well to continue to push in whatever they want to do, that is racing, mechanic, engineering, business, whatever that may be, continue to fuel them to know that they can do it. They just have to work hard and, 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 and put in the table what they have to do.
11: Daniel, I lied. One more final question from Univision back there on the left.
1: Hola Daniel, Tamara Mino con Univision. Eh, pues hablabas de tu historia, ¿no? Como inmigrante en este país, eres privilegiado de poder estar donde estás, pero hay muchas personas que en este momento están en la frontera tratando de poder llegar, huyendo tal vez pues, de los problemas que tienen en sus países y no tienen la oportunidad que tú has tenido. ¿Cómo te sientes, además de poder hacer historia como inmigrante?
13: Sinceramente me siento muy afortunado. Si si yo tuviera el poder de poder ayudar a toda la gente, te lo juro que lo haría. Eh, Yo me siento muy afortunado de poder poder ver crecido en una familia humilde, una familia que me dio la educación y el hambre y y la educación de de trabajo para poder llegar en esta posición. Yo, Yo tuve que trabajar desde muy pequeño para poder... Eh, ayudar a mi papá a comprar llantas a, a comprar gasolina eh, en un momento fui instructor de, de manejo para poder ayudar a mis carreras y apenas tenía 12, 13 años entonces siempre para mí nunca fue fácil eh, como te digo muy muy poca gente sabe lo que me ha costado eh, mucha gente me conoce de hace 2, 3 años pero la gente que me conoce de hace 15, 20 años son la gente que, que realmente sabe de donde vengo y, y, y ha sido ha sido un viaje largo Eh, hay mucha gente que también la está teniendo muy difícil y mi único consejo sería seguir trabajando, seguir empujando trabajo duro y dedicación tarde que temprano paga de regreso es una regla de vida, tarde que temprano paga de regreso y y a toda esa gente que está luchando para venir acá no me queda más que mandarles energía positiva eh, muchas bendiciones y que sigan empujando
11: all right, Daniel, thank you so much again and
3: congratulations. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. All right, Kyle. Hey, I know I told you uh gonna get close to closing, but I wanna play this Ben Kennedy uh, announcement that come out and you know, it was a, a huge success and I, I think we're to go on it's the reveling of it. So, uh here we go.
4: I mean, I think a number of factors. Um, the, the first one is just the success of this year. You know, a ton of uh, fans that came out for the event, a lot of first-time fans, um, a lot of young fans, a lot of, you know, you guys saw the uh, student section with USC, I mean, it was packed. So, a, uh, a great race overall, a great event, I should say. Um, and I think the racing products certainly didn't disappoint um, between the heat races, last chance race, the main event. Um, really just a, a fun day overall and uh you know really a, an easy decision for us to go back in 2023.
9: So I asked Steve Phelps on Wednesday this start Thursday this past week of, about this he said the announcement will come soon so I guess uh soon is today.
4: Soon is today yeah <laughs> so um the, Patrick and the entire team have been working on this um since we had the Coliseum event earlier this year and they've done a a great job in making sure we're ready today and and able to announce it today and Um, If anyone goes to nascarclash.com, they can either submit some information for when we go on sale, or if people bought tickets um, to the event in 2022, they can actually renew today. So really excited about that. What
2: did you see in 2022
10: that you want to improve on in this
4: event in 2023? That's a good question, Bob. Um, You know, I I think if you look at the event overall, a, a lot of successes that we had, you know, whether it was Pitbull or Ice Cube or the format, you know, I think as we think about 2023, we want to continue to level the bar up, um, whether that's from an event experience standpoint, whether that's from, you know, talk about um, kind of Christmas tree lane, and as people are walking into the different fan zone areas, I think there's definitely some opportunities for enhancements. Um, you know, frankly speaking, we didn't expect the, the amount of merchandise um, or concession sales that were there. So I think there's some opportunities for us to uh, to just kind of streamline that a little bit uh for 23 but you know i'd say overall um a lot of things worked uh, better than we had expected going into this year's race
9: what about the future and uh and not only just for the clash but for other races uh you, you mentioned just on the broadcast all ago about international how would that look what would we do for something like that and how would we uh, go forward
4: yeah it's a good question um you know excited about 2023 but you know whether it's an event like this or another um event and whether it's whether it's our cup series or you know another one of our series i think it's an opportunity for us to open the door to new markets um, and really bring our racing to fans where we don't have tracks today Um, and whether that be in the u.s whether that be abroad um, i think there's a lot of opportunities out there frankly speaking Um, it's difficult to find a footprint that's big enough to build a quarter mile racetrack Um, so we have to be very kind of selective and measured about where we go but it does open the the door to a lot of opportunities
9: what's your short list
10: favorite
4: uh, I don't know if I have a short list favorite. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of cool and just historic stadiums as you think internationally where they've hosted Olympics or um, you know, major soccer games. I mean, there's a ton of iconic stadiums that are out there and you know, I think there could be some uh, pretty cool events you could have.
1: Ben, we saw the truck trucks run here yesterday um is that on the table again next year or possibly
4: Xfinity coming here next year yeah so that's a good question um something we we've certainly looked at for sure for sure and I think one of our questions that we have too going into 2023 is you know what does Sunday look like but what does the weekend look like too you know are there opportunities for us to introduce more content whether that's races or ride-arounds or whatever it might be so you know, I think we have some thought starters to it, but um, you know, we'll we'll put a little more framework around it before we we come out with and something.
1: And also, is it, is it possible that you guys may do more IndyCar and NASCAR crossover weekends? You know, like we do at Indianapolis currently.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, that's a good question. Indianapolis is a good example of it um, when we have um, you know IndyCar there with with Cup and Xfinity. You know, I don't know what that looks like in the future. Um, a lot of it depends on our schedule and their schedule and yeah you know, thankfully there's there's great collaboration between the two as we uh... as we build that out but something we'll we'll continue to think about
9: You have one uh... on the new car um, your what, you, what are your thoughts on how it's been performing this year and also uh... you're a racer so did you ever get behind the wheel of this car and actually kind of test it out to see the nuances
4: so answer your second question first i haven't no um... i think i had an opportunity with Bowman Gray um... when we were actually testing for the clash but i didn't have my stuff so I didn't get to do it then, but um, I would say the racing this year—and um, this is this is putting my fan hat on for a moment—I um, think it's some of the best racing, frankly, I've ever seen. Um, you know, the—and if you look at every metric, you know, the fan metrics for sure are off the charts. But you look at the competition metrics, whether it's you know green flag passes throughout the field, um, you know, the the time differential between first and second. Um, every metric that we have is is certainly up over the past few years, and some of the metrics um, are the highest that we've seen since we've um, started electronic scoring in 93. So uh, certainly proud of what the next-gen cars brought. Um, I think if you look at the cars on the grid today, they look amazing. Um, the 18-inch wheels, the body styling, the OEMs did. Um, and, you know, I think it's really accomplishing what we had had hoped it would.
5: Thanks,
3: guys. Yep. Appreciate you. Thanks, Ben. Cool. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Uh, Daniel Suarez bringing it down at a Sonoma Raceway, and guys just like that. Well, just a matter the matter of time. yeah, yeah, exactly. Just guys. a matter of
0: time, you know. I he's been close on several occasions. Second at Pocono in July 2018, after winning the pole. Um, I think he ran third or fourth in both Texas races in 2019. So. Um, he's been on, knocked on the door of Victory Lane. Uh, you know, I know he's been, been close in a few instances, and uh, now track house racing. Now has both cars have won this year. Uh, Ross Chastain with two wins already, and now Daniel Suarez adding to the win column. Last race on Fox for the year, uh, NASCAR and NBC takes over in Nashville. And, uh, yeah, good good for Daniel Suarez. Uh, you know, he becomes the 40th different winner to win in all three series, NASCAR National Series. So, um no, it just feels like, you know, I was just watching this guy run the Kentucky Archer race last week, so but uh yeah. Um good win for that team and you know, I, I think, you know, it might I think once the wins come I think we'll see more. You know, I don't think he's just a road course guy, I think he's down the ovals as well. You know, he's had some good oval races, so um don't want to count that out and uh, you know, good to good to see Daniels Forrest finally get that, that elusive first win.
3: Absolutely, Cal. Uh he's come close in several several times but you know that little gremlin would grab him and get him but he got the job done at sonoma this weekend and you know road course first hispanic uh, mexican to win congratulations to daniel suarez kyle what you got to bring us to the end of the night
0: well, Roddy, I got a lot. Uh, you know, I, 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 visited Port Royal Speedway on Saturday, June 11th. Uh, five features on tap for the show at Port Royal. Uh, Rick Lafferty won the 25 lap 410 feature. They were the first of the night. Second feature of the night was the first of tw- Twin20 sprints for the past 305 sprints. Uh, Garrett Barry wound up uh, winning that one. Uh, the first limited late model feature of the night went to, uh, Trent Brenneman. Uh, the second, Past 305 Sprint, Twin 20, went to Garrett Bard who wound up sweeping the night at Port Royal. He wins a lot of Port Royal. Uh, and then uh, Dylan State getting the, the, the makeup feature for the limited late models at uh, kind of the of night. So um, busy week coming up on uh, USAC Eastern Storm in the state all week. Uh, Grandview Speedway for Thunder on the Hill Racing Series Tuesday night, June 14th, Wednesday, June 15th, Bridgeport Speedway, New Jersey, Thursday, June 16th, I'll be there at Seals Grove for the USAC Eastern Storm 410 Sprint doubleheader. Uh, Friday, June 17th, Williams Grove Speedway. Uh, that'll also be another another doubleheader, uh, 410 Sprints and the uh, USAC uh, Wingless Sprints. And then Saturday, June 18th at Port Royal, big show. Uh, three big divisions, the 410 Sprint cars, their, their weekly show. Also, the, uh, the USAC Eastern Storm Wingless Sprints and the USAC Silver Crown cars are going to be a doubleheader on a Saturday, and then the, uh, the weekends at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway on Father's Day, Sunday, June 19th, with the finale of the Eastern Storm for the USAC Racing Series. So a lot going on. Uh, like I said, I'll be at Seals Grove Thursday night covering that. Uh, really really looking forward to it. Dad will be with me again. So be his first trip to Seals Grove. He made his first trip to Port Royal on Saturday. And uh, also uh, Knoxville Raceway had a little outlaws over the weekend. Uh, Brent Marks won the first night. Uh, him and Anthony Mack, were both in Knoxville for both nights. And then uh, Brian Brown came out with the win on a Saturday night. So, uh, you know, kind of a local guy winning. You know, he runs Knoxville a lot. So, um, Arca West, we had Jake Drew going back-to-back. Uh, and Sonoma, how about Dale Quarterly, 61 years young, uh, finishing third in that race. I uh, hope to get him on. And, uh, you know, Colby Howard, one of the double dippers, finishing second in the Arca West race. So, um, you know, we have Brandon Jones. He's, he's been two for two now in the Arkham Menard series, one in the Iowa, uh, beating Sammy Smith to the checkered flag Saturday night. So, uh, Brandon Jones' next Arkham start will be a Pocono and the General, general Tire Delivers 200, which will be seen live at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. So, uh, Rowdy, really looking forward to Seals Grove this week. Uh, I don't know what, what your next race is going to be yet. That's still kind of up in the air, but uh, hopefully we'll get that straightened out soon. And um, I'll have a lot of content from Thursday night. Uh, you know, uh, port oil was good Saturday night. Just warming it up for your rowdy. Just warming it up for you. <laughs> so when you,
3: Thank you just Kyle. get it ready
0: for you next month,
3: absolutely. My friend, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. it it's, it's all about the gas. Now you got to make the best of you, of your money, Kyle. So when I get there, I'm going to, I'm going to stay a couple more days. So, Looking forward to it, Kyle. Hey, y'all have a great time. I'm glad your dad got to go with you to Fort Royal. Y'all, y'all did the infield. Yep. Hey, that's the only way to do it, Kyle.
0: Yeah, he liked the facility, and I I, I don't know if he'll be back there or not, but uh, we'll we'll see. Maybe he'll come with us next month. To be determined.
3: All right, Kyle. Appreciate it, guys. As always, let that light shine. Let that light shine. Thanks, Lynn. Let's do it again. Hey, you know what I'm talking about. Thursday night. Good night.
11: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.